Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And tonight I've got Anonymous. This and we were just talking. We got Big John in the house, and I'm. I'm this is going to take me a minute. I was telling backstage this to be my very. I'm a virgin when it comes to talking to the no camera being turned on. A virgin. Maury's welcome to live. It's good to see you, Crazy Rob's world, and PP, and Amy Lewis, and Alex King, and Purple Princess. Yes, you got a new badge, Purple Princess, for six months. I appreciate you. We got Joey in the house tonight and Sonny Brown, who's not backstage with me, but whatever, whatever. Hello, hello. You guys, welcome to the show and a very happy. Big John, what day is it? Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Very happy Wednesday to all of you. I hope you're having the best day. Big John in the house, on the road. My guy, how are you tonight? Oh, did I lose him? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having we're me. Back. You're very welcome. I hope that. Hello, hello, hey, PP and Little Wolf, hello. Awesome, that's awesome. I'm off track here. Tonight's episode is going to be brought to you by MrsRegister.com. If you go to MrsRegister.com and use Shipwreck 5, you can get 5% off of your worm kits, you dirty bastards, y'all got worms. Go get that taken care of. Um, is, there, is there a little bit of a leg? I'm experiencing one as well. Give it just a minute. It should level itself out, though, Morsi. So, Big John, my guy, you're new to the show. Thank you so much for being here. It's good to see you or hear you. And I'm I'm gonna take some minutes and get used to that. But how you're doing well? How are things now? You're on the road right now, so you can you talk a little bit of like where are you headed or where are you going? Yes, that well, what it is, I uh, I work in industry and I am in um, West Texas, New Mexico. There was an earthquake today that I felt, or all oh, of us man. did, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I I'm so impromptu. I as if you see me on my TikTok, I just I'm usually in my pickup truck. Sometimes I stay on the outside of it. Uh, I do work in a location that's not a whole lot of people unless you get to back to the main room. <laughs> and, um, right. but yeah, I don't, I don't uh, have any kind of professional setting. I started the TikTok uh, with a little bit of my conversion and in, uh, into Christianity. And then right. I went on ahead with my uh, disclosure of what I've been through. So, and then we were talking a little bit backstage about that. And that was kind of a story that, uh, I was interested to hear, and I know you were interested to tell as much as you possibly can. Talk to me a little bit about it. It was Operation 2003. That's what I have written down. Does that sound right? Yes. Yes. Perfect. So talk to me. What What is Operation 2003? Well, it was an operation in 2003. Uh, I cannot disclose, you know, the actual the nomenclature of the operation because it'll be known. Um, 
it's in the early months of 2003. It happened in Baghdad. And it was a recovery of, at the time that I knew of what I would call mummies. And the other stuff that was brought up, I have mentioned this, so I'll do, I'll mention this again. The other, the other artifacts that were brought up were very intriguing to me, but they were not paid attention to by the people that were in charge of the recovery. Now, Marines, Army, contractors, and a, I'm going to call them an alphabet agency. It's not the ones you think. Um, okay. A little hint is it's, an, it's, an, it's a service company. Uh, okay. People have read this out before. So they, they ran the operation. And so what I'm saying is that the, these, these tablets that, you know, you, you could call them hieroglyphs because that's what I would thought they were. But you didn't need a translator for these things. If anybody could walk up to them and they could literally figure out exactly what they meant. That's how okay. advanced. So, and you're talking about hieroglyphics that you found while you were out there. So you're saying that the hieroglyphics, because a lot of times when we look like, and we just did a show on the Gigglemesh, not Gigglemesh, Gilgamesh and the Nephilims that when yeah. we talk about hieroglyphics and we look, it's all written in supposedly like this old Egyptian language, but you're saying that that was not the case. No, they, they do have that, but the real stuff, and now let me tell you, uh, the CEO of Hobby Lobby, probably about five years ago, he got his hands on some of this, bought a lot of it, right? And he was uh, he was persuaded to give it back because not that it was old and belonged to museum. It was because uh, nobody, they didn't want this guy to start showing his buddies that, that there are skyscrapers and helicopters and jet aircraft and, you know, uh, solar system, you know, they don't want you to see all that stuff. Okay. So, yeah. So what you see when I, when I talk about Egyptians also, um, the original Egyptians are the fallen angels, the Anunnaki, if you want to call them that. Okay. Okay. Now the Egyptians are in every culture, every culture on this planet has Egyptian uh, deities, whether they worshiped them or they had them drawing on their, you know, own petroglyphs. Right. And, um, the, the thing is now in, the, in 2003, one of the images that I saw was a planet and it had these, what I would describe, it looked like a pin cushion. Like, you know, it was a round planet. It had all these, like these rays, like of sunshine coming out of it. Okay. Like now, a cactus? Like, cause there's some cactus. Yeah, that are something like that. Like that. Like, okay. Something like that. Just all around. And um, so that stuck in my mind. Like, okay, so these planets must be real because these, you know, these Sumerians um, have this. Okay. Now, two years ago, a tablet was dug up outside of Mexico City and the Toltec ruins. Now, Toltecs predate the Aztecs. That's, that's, you know, that's just the Aztecs, basically. Um, Toltecs work. And um, they had a tablet that I saw in a locked email. Now, that had the same image. So the Toltecs and the Sumerians are very far apart in time and mileage. But they have the same Egyptian deities on these tablets. Now, that's when I was like, that's weird. How are the Egyptians, how do the Egyptians know these people? How do they know anybody? Right. 
And that 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 image was Rahab, which was a planet between um, Jupiter and Saturn. That's you know the asteroid belt now. That's what that was Lucifer's throne. It's found in the book of Job, Rahab. Okay. And um, what the indigenous people know is that the first war, if you want to call it a galactic war, the first one was on Rahab. God blew up that planet because they were having DNA manipulation operations going on. I I just watched a video about this on, I don't remember whose TikTok it was, but she has this whole series about that exact thing that they were after people's DNA. Like, and this is, they were stealing people's different DNAs, like different species of DNAs. And this is why there was a lot of interest of the people here on earth because they, they wanted our DNA, but it went into like the Nephilims because when the fallen angels came down and they mated with the humans and then the humans had these Nephilims, it, so it kind of altered the DNA. And yeah, so that's yeah, why definitely. a lot of these, yeah, a lot of these alien or extraterrestrial beings are so interested in humans is because we're almost like a stepchild race of theirs and their race is dying out. That was her theory anyway. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, you know, I, I look at it as a different way and I'm not saying that she's wrong. That everything's logical no. to me. Right. Um, now, the whole, the, basically the bottom line that I, that I um, came to the conclusion with and was shown when I converted to a believer in Jesus, that the whole bottom line is they manipulated the human genome. That's the whole thing okay. with Noah being perfect in his generation. It literally means he was perfect in his DNA. Eight souls were not corrupted on that ark. Um, also, I go into that the RH negative factor um, right. that gets people excited. Uh, yeah. My opinion, my opinion is this, I, I, my opinion is, and it's, I don't know, I'm not going to say it's, I don't want to get into it with that part, but because uh, I say certain things that get me in trouble, but Ham's wife had the RH negative factor and she was at the tower of Babel with Osiris slash Nimrod. And he elevated that RH negative factor. And he built uh, what the Nazis call the Ubermeshen, the Superman. That's what okay. he got that from. He converted their okay. DNA. He himself became a gibberim, which is a giant. Okay. And his name changed to Gilgamesh. So Osiris Nimrod is Gilgamesh too. It's all the same person. Oh, I didn't and- know. Okay. So I didn't know that story. We dove into Gilgamesh a little bit when there were requests for Gilgamesh's tomb to be Gilgamesh's tomb to be resumed and to be located. There was requests by like our government officials. Well, that's um, we that's don't, who they we took don't. out. That's the mummy. I do, that's the mummy. They took him out in 13 pieces. It's Osiris. It's all the same person, but it's Osiris. So I'm going to go ahead okay. and say it. Two bodies were recovered. One was in 13 pieces. That's Osiris. He was cut up in a 14. Okay. They could not find his private part. His wife, uh, also his sister, the uh, same person, Ishtar. She was in an egg when she was recovered. Um, she made a obelisk. Uh, a golden obelisk, which is a, you know, uh, private part replica. She put it on his 13 pieces. She had a ritual with him called the apotheosis. You can find about that in Washington, D.C., because Washington, D.C. is built on the basis of the apotheosis ritual. And um, she had Horus. And that's where everything's Egyptian. The United States is Egyptian. Freemasonry is Egyptian. It's all Egyptian. They want to deny it, but they can't. 
they'll never they'll never tell me anything. I always tell them, hey, tell me why. Then why does the house, the temple, the Scottish Rite, do do the apotheosis every inauguration of every president? They're like, oh well, we can't talk about that. Well, that's the thing. It's Egyptian. It's all okay. Egyptian, every bit of. It. And that's why that's also my opinion that the United States is Egypt or was when it was Pangea. Okay. I want, I want to go back to when you, cause you talked about, you really didn't get into a lot of this until you converted. When did you convert into, and I'm assuming a Christian at this point? Yes. Uh, I use Christian okay. loosely, a follower of Jesus, August 26, 2015. Perfect. Okay. That's a very specific date. Is that yeah, when you were baptized or? No, that's when the Lord came to me and baptized me with fire, not with water. Sounds like a baptism that I would probably be due for. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, oh, yeah. We so what did, it. I, what, did, what, did, what was it that got you to, is that, did you have like a vision or what happened that got you to decide, you know what, I'm done fucking around. Like, this is what <laughs> I need to do. Well, um, I was married at the time and okay. um, I was always an atheist. And really? that's the whole, yes, definitely. That's the whole particular point of the operation. They asked a whole lot of questions. Nobody who knew Jesus was part of that recovery operation because they can't have it. It was a ritual. It was a, it was a Luciferian ritual. You can't have people that know the Lord with that kind of operation recovering the first antichrist. It just can't happen. So, yeah. So I was, I was an atheist. Um, so I got married and everything. And uh, the wife was a believer. Now, Paul reiterates in Corinthians that, um, the believing wife sanctifies the unbelieving husband. So I go off the deep end. I'm totally at war with Jesus. I can't stand him, even though I, I mean, I knew that there might be a hint, but I was just like, I couldn't bind to the fact that he existed. But I was like, if he does, why does he hate me so much? So I went off that end. She, uh, I say horrible things on the night of August 25th, and she slaps my face. Now, Two years later, I, I get this uh, from her. She prayed and she said, I'm putting him on the altar. Either you kill him or I'm leaving him. Right. And the next morning, now, of course, time stops when the Lord comes get you. And the next morning I, I'm, I'm woken up and I, and I know nothing of the scripture. I don't know about Paul's conversion and I didn't know. And, and I never saw Jesus. He cut. And this is the only way that I knew it was him. He tells me it is I, Jesus, whom you persecute. He told me the same thing he told Saul before he became Paul. I, I'm not special. I'm just telling you what happened to me. So um, I, I'm in total like shock. I'm looking at her. She's sleeping. And he's like, don't look at her. And he goes, here's the thing. You've always had free will. I don't ever bother free will. He goes, you can do what you want. He goes, but when the innocent cries out for you, and puts you on the altar, I will do something about it. And he drug me into the abyss. Oh, okay. So talk to me. The abyss being like, are you talking like what most yeah, people would be, that, actually, as no, hell? Hell's not on fire yet. There, you know, you have like, there's no heaven. Nobody's in heaven. It's called Abraham's bosom. It's kind of where it's a story of Lazarus and the rich man. You know, you go to the right. resting waters, the rich man went to the abyss. So I go down the abyss. It's dark. There are creatures down there. Um, way I describe them is definitely they're chimeras, you know, mixture of things. Uh, something like a domestic cat mixed with like a velociraptor kind of deal. That's the main ones I saw. Um, and then, but that's not the scary part. So 
he tells me, you know, there is no hope without me. And he says, you know, look at these things amongst in the dark, you know, that, you know, that influence you and that are against me. And, and I'm, I'm looking like, wow, you know, these things are pretty scary and stuff. But he's like, now let me show you how, I, you know, how I can, you know, punish you. And, and the only way I can describe this, I, this is what I tell people after it happened to me. You know, when you're really thirsty and you mm-hmm. had that small thought that you're just going to go walk to your fridge and you're going to, you're going to have a bottle of water like it's there. Nothing can stop you. Well, what the Lord can do to you is he can take away that hope, that one tiny thought that the water never existed and will never exist again. And you'll thirst for it. That's what scared me. That's was more scarier to me than those creatures or any kind of like punishment. Now those creatures are very sexual. This, you, you don't want to go down there. Right. Um, so show me that brought me back out of it. He told me everything that he saw of me. Why was I so angry? And I, and, and the thing is you want to hate him, but you can't because you know that he's right. Right. That's what I felt about it. He's just right. It's like your dad hollering at you. You're like, Oh, dad's ugly and he's mean, but he's right. right. So that's how I felt. So I didn't hate him. And then I come out of it and, and I'm, and I'm like blinded and I'm paralyzed and I, I'm like, wh- you know, what do I do? It's like I, I was pulled out of his grace again. And then I made the decision out of my own free will. Cause you know, you can't defeat free will. You have to make a choice. Correct. Correct. And free will cannot be messed with. Exactly. Right. It doesn't matter what you can't get away from it. It's just, it's impossible. So mm-hmm. I made a choice out of love that I asked him into my heart. I converted, even though he did all those things to me, he didn't force me to do anything. I right. felt that I had to do it and I converted. I, I asked my heart, repent it. You know, of course, I can get on to my other, you know, when I used, when I go out literally into the highways and byways and preach, you know, cause I, I, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what your lifestyle is. It, the, the, you you got to get a relationship with Jesus, you know, and then, then that's, that's y'all's problem. You know, you and him figure it out. Don't listen to other humans about your problems because nothing's going to be solved. You're going to be ridiculed and looked at funny. You got to go get your own relationship and then you and him figure it out what you have to do to enter his kingdom. And when I have so much uh, success with that to where my preaching was just, Hey, once you, once you pull yourself out of the abyss, if you can, and why don't you go get a relationship and just give them a chance. It don't matter. I don't care what you've done. It don't matter what you've done. So anyhow, I, uh, I converted. And um, about a week later, I, I go back to work and I'm sitting on my bed at three 38 in the morning. And I'm like, look, I, I have, I hate to burden you again. I, I, I know that you're real. You, you really, you're very powerful. And you know, I, I can't beat you. So I joined you, but I don't get, I don't get it. Why, why do I eat food? Why do I work at this job? What, what, what is my purpose here? Right. And he says, you're asking questions like Solomon and now, and I'm all, I'm only a week in. I'm only a weekend. I know some of these characters. I, 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 I've been, I, I got a child's Bible with illustrations to start off right. with. Yeah, the Bible for dummies. I need one. Yeah. <laughs> I try to, I try to have these. People are like, it's in the book of Job. And I'm like, 
You're probably right. It probably <laughs> is. I don't know. <laughs> I that's I need a child's Bible is what with colors and pictures. It's anyway, true. sorry. It, it yes, helps. go ahead. It, it helps. It, it helps. So he's he's like, well, you're asking, you're asking kind of what Solomon asked. You're asking for this knowledge. And he's like, you know, Solomon ran crazy. And I was like, why would he run crazy if that's, you know, Solomon's a very powerful guy, very not, you know, very wise. And, you know, because from what I read in the Bible, uh, the illustrated Bible of him, Solomon was a wise king. And he's, and I'm like, I have to know. I feel like I just have to know. Well, I go to sleep. I have a dream about Noah's flood, these giants. And, and he shows me the Genesis 6, 4 narrative, Nephilim, you know, descending in the days of Jared, which was Enoch's dad. So, and Jared means to descend, literally, that's his meaning of his name. Okay. Um, Jared was 960 years old when the uh, Nephilim first came down to Mount Hermon. And okay. they started, you know, doing their sexual incursion with the women. And I get up and the Lord says, I've come to reverse Hermon. And I've come to save you from y'all's sins because the watchers have shown y'all everything you need to do that's against me. And the light bulb went off. And I said, it's as simple as that. They came down to manipulate the human genome because we're all in God's image and Lucifer don't like it. And that's how simple it really is. So I have a question. I've had Morsey sitting up here for like, <laughs> like 10 minutes now. Is that a question? And his question is big, John, do you think that the reference to Gil Gilgamesh? Okay. And then the field, how do you say Nephilims? I say him Nephilims. It's, it's Nephilim, Nephilim. Nephilim. That's good. That's how you say it. That's okay. And the Nephilims in the F is so the FOIA request are just an inquiry or is there substance behind it? So there was a FOIA request that was requesting the, with this, I think this is kind of what we were talking about earlier. There, our government was requesting information on Gilgamesh and the Nephilims. Um, he wants to know if it's it's just the inquiry, or do you think that there was substance to what they wanted him for? I'm assuming. Well, yeah, what yeah, what they wanted it for is now okay, Nimrod. We're gonna go ahead and go with Nimrod because that's the sure. known Bible person. Now, he was Osiris also in the Egyptian culture. And um, uh, the reason why they called him Gilgamesh is, okay, so you have you have Abram, right? Abram was converted mm -hmm. to Abraham out of his own free will because, real quickly, Abram came out of Ur. Now, that's Sumeria. And Sumeria okay. was ad advanced more than you could ever believe because the Anunnaki ruled there. Now, Abram left that on his own accord with no knowledge of a god whatsoever out of his own free will. He left that and looked for something more, and he was converted to Abraham, the patriarch of God's okay. people. Now, okay. look at Saul. Saul's conversion to Paul. Saul was a rapist. He was a hitman. He was everything that you didn't want. You, you wouldn't think that man wrote 60% of the Bible, but he did. He converted. Now, there's always an opposite in the Luciferian side. So when Nimrod started injecting himself with the Nephilim DNA, he did. This is why the celebrities and everybody loves him. This is why all the Luciferians love Nimrod. This is why he's the Oscar they hand out at the awards. Okay. He did what they couldn't do. He became them. He became okay. a giant. Okay. Now, that genetic code, the Tower of Babel was not tall. It was two things. It was a bioengineering lab 
and it was a Stargate. It was a portal. And okay. the Stargate was also recovered in 2003. Now, Stargates do different things. There's tons of them. Each one, some time travel, some see things, some put you on planets. And then the one he had opened up the portal to the second heaven where God could be seen. Because God says, now they have seen me, I know what they can do. So they got that. And then, um, and then of course he did the, everything with the, now I'm going to say he had a vaccine. He used an RH negative and he built these super soldiers. And the whole point was to open up the gates of heaven. That's why I was called Babylon, the gates of heaven. Okay. So okay. he was going to open up the gates of heaven and he was going to send these super soldiers he had to fight God. That's, that's okay. the whole point of, of this vaccine he built at the Tower of Babel. That's what he was bioengineering. He was bioengineering what the Nazis called the Ubermeshen, the Superman. Okay. Now, um, now this, this question here about the uh, request, they just wanted him because they want to extract that uh, gene sequence that he did where he became a human to a Nephilim. Okay. That's the whole, that's the whole point of it. So do you think that that DNA sequence, if it fell into the wrong hands, which it now, did. which it did, which I'm, I'm, yes. I mean, this is what we talked about, right? Is that there was request for the DNA and that it was granted. Um, what could that do to potential, like to human, like what kind of power are you talking about? Should somebody be given that kind of power? Does that make sense? <laughs> well, it's the things that they would build with it, which is. Okay. If you want to go with the deep underground military bases, okay, they have, okay. We know that chimeras exist only because the scripture tells us. And Isaiah talks about satires dancing on Babylon. That's a half man, half goat. Um, second yep. uh, Samuel 23, 20. Yes. Uh, the lion like men of Moab. Those are half men, half lion warriors that Moab had. Those are chimeras. Um, of course, Goliath and his brother, six fingers, six toes. Goliath was a Nephilim hybrid, the giant, okay. basically. Um, I mean, all your indigenous tribes, real, real quick, all your indigenous tribes on their petroglyphs draw six fingers, six toes. That's the real reason why any indigenous tribe hold up their right hand into the air to make sure your ass ain't got six fingers because they ain't going to bother with you. They don't like people with six fingers, six toes. That's... You know, if you want to get into the giants and the Anasazis and the Uti, Zuni, Hopi tribes, all the pre-Pueblo, they battled these things. The Lovelock Indians, they, they battled all these giants. There's tons of those stories. Okay. So, um, now I'm off topic again. I, the people who know me know that I ramble. So, No, um, it's fine. It's interesting. Let's, let's go back to what did you ask me just about 45 seconds ago? Where was I going with that? Um. Oh, yes. The power. Okay. What would happen? Okay, yeah. The what would happen okay. if they were to give, yes. be given the power? Correct. Yes. So, you know, they're, they're building these things. Now, if you just want to look at different people's dreams and, and, you know, everybody obviously on TikTok will comment and then they'll say, you know, they have dreams about a topic I talk about. And I totally, I, I, I believe everybody. I mean, everybody has a different experience. That's um, how we are too. Yes. And they, you know, they say, well, you know, I had this dream about these, these, this army of like, uh, you know, half human, half 
bull. And that's a minotaur. So, I mean, Greek mythology is not mythology. Those are actual, those are Nephilim hybrids because the watchers that fail in the days of Jared. Now, here's the difference in this. Okay. So, real quick, the Nephilim, that's the ones who descended. They left heaven. They were not kicked out. They left on their own accord because they found the daughters of men were fair. They were in heaven with God. They left to go down there and, and go to the club, basically. Okay. And when when they got with the women, they didn't look like what they do. They looked like men. Now, how do I know they look like men? The story of Sodom and Gomorrah. When the two angels came down to, to, to get Lot out, they looked like men because the people of the town wanted to be with them. So these angels now, they can kind of look like whatever they want to, but they, they weren't these big old beasts. These women weren't doing that with these. They look, they tricked them. They look like men, just like your stories of your sucky by and your inky by. They look like, you know, good looking people. Right. Whatever. right. So they do that. Now they're offspring. They're offspring of the giants. Now the old Testament has a phrase or a word that is mentioned 33 times. That's an odd number, isn't it? The old 33. Okay. Right. Well, it's called the Rafa Elohim, the dead gods. Because when a giant dies, the disembodied spirit, that's what a demon is. Okay. Okay. So here's, remember I said earlier about the opposite of Christianity. It's Luciferianism. So right. guess what? You got the Holy Trinity, right? You got Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Correct. On the Luciferian side, the Nephilim is the God. Because they demand worship. You got the giants as Jesus because they're in the flesh. And then when they die, they got a demon spirit. That's the Holy Spirit conscious of them. That's that's all the opposite. Okay. Okay. That makes Lucif sense. Yeah. Luciferians don't, there is nothing new under the sun. They can't make up nothing. They can't create. They got to make up shit that's already happened before. That's how they bamboozle humans because we ain't ever seen none of that stuff. So when they come down here with their little stupid technology of flying craft or stargate or whatever everybody's like "Ooh, i want that because it's like nah this is some old crappy this is what god didn't want in heaven he's like yeah y'all take that and get out of here so let me see where i was at okay now back to the people having dreams about these these animal armies and greek mythology okay mm -hmm. so the watchers not only did they have sex with human women they had sex with animals and also insects that is in the book of enoch yes and this book of enoch there There's lots of fun, of interesting stuff in the book of Enoch. Well, yeah, because Enoch, Enoch's the OG. He, he knew what happened. He went, he was preaching to these things when, when God put him in chains. Now, let me, let me like I said, I, I, I hate rambling, but <laughs> so you got 200 watchers. Okay. Those are the ones that were in heaven. They left. Okay. They had sex, all this stuff, all these, whatever. They, they were screwing everything. And then um, God put them in chains and he bound them under the earth. Now, Enoch went down there and he had he preached to him and they said, Enoch, you know, you're close to God. Ask him when we will be released. Well, Enoch brought the message and God told he goes, go back down there, Enoch, and tell them that on the last day. They will be destroyed. They're going to be bound up to the last day. Then they'll okay. be destroyed. Now, um, people mix up like Lucifer and his minions. Now, when Lucifer was cast out. Nobody even knows the time. That was probably billions of years ago. Nobody knows that time. Him and everybody who followed him, the third of them, they were kicked out. The watchers were not kicked out. So that's a difference in there. 
and there, there was 200 watchers and there was billions and millions and millions of the ones who left with Lucifer. So it's two different okay. groups. Okay. And um, so, and God doesn't like the ones he put, he didn't put Lucifer in chains. The ones who went down there and manipulated, you know, that's who the ones that he went after, put them in chains. So he doesn't, he has a, doesn't have a liking for them. Okay. Did we lose you? We might have lost you. Give me one second. Give him just a few minutes. I know he's on the road, guys, so just give him. Enoch was the man. I'm going to have to dig into this book, Enoch, because I have heard we had, um, God, what was his name? Voice of Reason on. Am, am I back? The... Am I good? Oh, we're back. Hooray. Okay. <laughs> Hello. We were just talking about how I'm going to go read the book of Enoch after this, because apparently it's pretty wild. I've yeah, heard, dude, I've heard yeah, a lot definitely. of stories from that's, the book That's of Enoch. the only one that I, I say, you know, there's all kind of different books people talk about, but right. Enoch was there. He was there when they fell. And e Enoch, now, I've mentioned this before. I think Ezekiel, and I'll add Enoch in there. I think they're both Illuminati insiders. Really? I mean, why oh, do yeah. you think that? Well, Ezekiel was told, always observe but never participate, especially when, like, he didn't believe God. When God said, you know, underneath the temple, they're having these, you know, disgusting orgies and eating people and all this other stuff. Ezekiel didn't believe that. He was like, no, these are my neighbors. Well, God made a window and Ezekiel peeked in the window underneath the temple and they were having just all these, you know, these Luciferian uh, sex magic. And then Ezekiel, okay. you know, took out the temple. But he, God always told Ezekiel, always observe, but never participate. Okay. And if you get in like to Ezekiel chapter eight through 10, about how like women don't don your pillows. Okay, all of, it's not pillows you lay your head on. Pillows are those golden bracelets that that women used to wear around their arms. Well, that's part of okay. like the Babylonian workings. Okay, those those are all okay. sex rituals. And the bed, the altar that he was talking about is King Og's bed. It's the same measurements. Okay, as King Og's bed. Every altar of the Luciferian worship is all the same measurements of King Og's bed. So. That's how, you know, like, the, and like it, at the NATO headquarters, the altar in the chapel room, that's the same size as King Og's bed. Everywhere it is. That's, that's what they do all their black mass Luciferian stuff. Okay. Um, so anyhow, when they put the woman on there, those, uh, her soul was replaced because she, she has sex with an entity. And that, this okay. is called the Babylon workings. They did this. Jack Parsons did this uh, in the desert with old Hubbard. Um, and it's also in now, if you mix in uh, a blood sacrifice, you call that the Hall of the Dead rituals, which the Nazis did at Wallenberg Castle. OK. And um, in other words, every every level of ritual you do, you get more uh, results out of it. You know, the, the more the more nasty crap you do. That's why right. you know it's like in stages, because um, like Luciferians or I'll just say devil worshippers, they get results from lucifer quickly while people who believe in jesus well it's 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 blind faith like no nah, you're gonna have to you know believe in this you ain't gonna ever you might never seen anything but you're just gonna have to believe you know do your best right faith and that's why people go toward the darker side quicker for fame money women or whatever you want you know what i mean that but because right. you get results quickly from because it's not it's not just Lucifer. There's millions of them. We all have an entity assigned to us. 
They're called influencers. Okay. They're all here. Influencer is not a new word. That's that's from the beginning. There's nothing new under the sun about influencers. Okay. And um, so there's just like everything that we see today. Uh, you know, whether I know I know the last obviously the last year and a half or two years, the whole uh, Illuminati or any kind of like a cult it has been taken off like crazy on TikTok and. And my opinion is that, that, you know, that's God's mercy knowledge, whether you believe in him or not, he's giving you a peek that something's going on, whether it's Kanye exposing a lot of stuff. I mean, obviously they're going to call him crazy, but he's on point with, you know, of not, I don't get into politics, but if you, this is what I'm going to say. These people worship the ascending masters, which are the fallen entities. Okay. That's where they get their stuff. And we're talking. We're talking about Hollywood, right? Specifically in like the music industry. Hollywood, hundred percent. Any okay. anything of that level, and it's also in 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 the money in Wall Street. Yeah, and yeah, a lot of political stuff too. But I think yeah, anything powerful yeah. is just it's 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 all about Luciferianism. I mean, any any major movement, socialism, communism. Karl Marx said, you have to, you know, you cannot be part of this unless you give yourself to Lucifer. He wrote that. These are all, why do people write that if, if Lucifer ain't real? Well, I've always been one to say, I mean, if you're going to believe in God, you almost have to, if you're going to believe in the light, you have to believe that the dark exists. And so I've never, well, I've yeah, never yeah. not believed in Satan. I've, I've always kind of ran with the idea that, um, Everything is all about intention, though, right? Like, I can't accept Satan unless I knowingly... And I know people are like, well, he can be really tricky and he can trick people. I don't know necessarily about that. I don't think... From some of the stuff that I've read, that's not how it works. Like, they have to be open and honest about it. And you have to... It's, it goes back to free will. You have to join... Yeah, no doubt. ...under yeah, your you have, own yeah. free will. Yep. They have influence. Now, he influenced now influ the first... Yes. The first murder was Cain and Abel obviously. And well, it was out of jealousy. Lucifer said, you know, why is your sacrifice not as good as his? Because right. Cain didn't know what human emotions were. None of them did. Okay. Their parents were cast out of a perfect society. So Adam and Eve didn't know what human emotions were. You, you know, you can't go ask mom, Hey mom, why do I feel funny in my stomach? They don't know what that is. So they listen. I mean, the third, like I said, first murder was jealousy. Human emotions aren't sin. I don't, I don't want to, I used to say that, but Human emotions are on that level of like uh, what the watchers taught man, like because the book Enoch will tell you the watchers taught men drug use, abortion, warfare. Men just don't do stuff. Men and I, I'm, I'm women, too. I'm just saying like mankind, whatever. Um, it's it's you're you, you're taught these things. You just don't wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm going to go uh, take out these people because I don't like I don't like them. You, know, you really don't think like that. It's an influence. You have to have wrath or anger or mad about something. You know what I mean? Like human emotions, if they're not involved, how can you truly say that somebody's going to go do something bad? Because it's like, what? Well, why? Human emotion don't exist. That's the whole point of having your eyes open, you know, and not being, uh, you know, innocent, quotation marks, innocent anymore because, you know, right from wrong. The whole point of the fall from a perfect society. And we're all from Adam and Eve. I don't care what you look like. You come from Adam and Eve. That's what that's what Voice of Reason believes too. He he came on and kind of went through this whole. We're all from 
I don't remember what he called it, the proverbial Eve. Like we're all related essentially, like a hundred million cousins removed. Like we're all related back to Adam and Eve. Stone yeah. Bryson had a question really quick. He said, Luciferian rituals at the Welsenberg Castle. Did he hear that right? Is that what you had said? Yes, yeah, Wallenberg. It, uh, look up uh, uh, Himmler. Himmler's castle that he lived in was uh, Wallenberg. Search for a okay. W. And um, they call that, okay, so at the castle, it still exists. It, I don't know. It, it may still be a tourist attraction. I don't think they'll let many people in there anymore. But um, on the floor, they have a black sun. And that's called, now the, now the, the German SS, that wasn't no kind of like, you know, it was it wasn't really an elite military unit. It was it stored. It, it stood for the uh, Schwarzenzana, the Black Sun, and um, they would all sit on top of the Black Sun. Hitler and the other his, all his top guys. Now, underneath the the uh, floor of, of this of this uh, area of the castle was called the Hall of the Dead. Now they would kill they would kill thirteen soldiers and decapitate them, and they would put their heads. Uh, uh, 12 of them, you know, six facing each other, and they would put the 13th head on the end. Now, on top, in the middle of the black sun, they would bring in a uh, virgin, and she would have sex with an entity. Uh, you okay. know, like succubus, right? So, right. after that, that's called the Babylon workings. Now, when she, while, while, while she's engaging in that, um, the um, entities are coming through the eyes of the heads beneath them and they come up through the floor through the black sun and they're illuminated. That's what makes them illuminated. They go through the black sun. That's why the Freemasons believe on that black sun stuff. So, okay. Okay. That the makes sense. Sun. Yes. They rise to the black sun. They're illuminated in the knowledge. These are just devils basically. And they possess everybody sitting around the black sun. They possess all the humans there. Now, when the woman uh, is done with the succubi, she gives birth to a plasma. And, and anybody who's ever been attacked by uh, sleep paralysis. Now, I've, I've talked to a lot of women before that tell me that they've been attacked by ghosts per se. But they always have like a residual plasma left behind. Well, that's the entity. They gave birth to an entity. And they some of them are horrified. Some of them are like, I can't believe. I said, well, you're not bad. It just happened to you. It's not, it's not like you're a devil worship or nothing. That's just what happened to you. Right. Um, anyhow, so this entity will rise up, and now everybody's possessed, right? So let's let me catch y'all up. Okay, everybody's possessed. Uh, the entity's on the altar with the woman. Now you got these scientists on the outside with with now the Vatican called it a chronovisor, but what it is, it's a it's a harmonic machine that kind of sounds like Charlie Brown's mom on the phone. And when okay. you put a certain frequency, now here's the thing: it's all. Uh, when you sing Hebrew letters, it's called golems, and it makes a vibration. Now, okay. now I'm not going to go any more into the golem thing because, like I said before, when we talked backstage, that kind of leads to something else. So I'm going to say it from that. So anyhow, this machine sings Hebrew letters and harmonics, and uh, scientists are on standby, and they're getting – that's how the Nazis got the technology because all these entities were feeding them all these – you know, this fallen angel technology – through the harmonic sound, through the machine. Okay. So they were speaking with this plasma and then all these entities. So that's how the Nazis got their technology in the early days uh, in Wallenberg Castle. Okay, there you go. Uh, Squire has, it's more of a statement, but it actually, it is a question that I wrote down too. So I'm going to kind of blend these two together. But he goes on to state, I believe in Lucifer, but I don't believe in hell. 
I don't believe that hell is a separate place. There is heaven on earth and there is hell on earth. And it's your free will if you're going to live in heaven or you're going to live in hell. And that was kind of leading up to my next question because you talked a lot about how you, when you converted, you were taken to hell and shown us whatever, like the, the hell you explained it as hell. And that's what got you to believe, you know, to convert. So do you believe that like there is a heaven and a hell or do you believe kind of what Squire is saying where they're both here on earth and it's basically your free will to decide what you're going to do? Um, or do you think that they're two separate places that you go once you die? My belief is that it's two separate places. Now, okay. here's the thing. You have, you have a second heaven, which is where Abraham's bosom is at. Okay. And then the first heaven is the earth. Okay. Uh, you can learn about that in Genesis because it separates the heavens and during the creation. So the, and, the wait, the first heaven is earth as in the earth yeah. that we're on right now. So this yes. is heaven. Yes. Yeah. For the first heaven. It's kind of like the first kinda, estate. I could kind of, I know a lot of people would probably disagree, but yeah, like I said, a lot all, of people. It's all, yeah, we're all going <laughs> to. Well, and that's, that's good. I think a lot of the people and a lot of what we've <coughs> talked about in the past too, we've talked about, about Dolores Cannon and the universe. And so heaven or that earth is basically, uh, it's just a place and it's a place where your soul is. You go through lessons, you learn your lessons, and then you go back to source or heaven or whatever it was called. If you learned your lesson and it was always talked about how earth was a very heavy place and that earth was the hardest lesson that you had to go through as a soul, um, just because it was so heavy and it was so dense. And I never resonated much with that because, and I'm not naive. Like I know there's bad things out there, but I'm kind of a silver lining person. Like I, 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 I don't know that I'm pretty happy where I am. Like I don't, I mean, when I think about heaven, I, I think about kind of where I'm, I feel like I'm in heaven right, kind of right now. Like, I feel like this is good. Like I'm happy here. Like it wouldn't matter to me. You know, I don't have to go to the golden kingdom and have grapes fed to me by angels or whatever. You know, yeah. I'm happy with I'm happy with where I'm at. And so that was I, I wanted to ask you that. Because I, I understand that a little bit. I think I, I get that. But I've never heard of the second heaven. Talk to me a little bit about Abraham's bosom. Like, what is that? Where where did that come from? Or what is what's kind of the theory behind that? It's, theory it's, it's just all the whatever. story of you know Lazarus and and you have like now it was a Mandela effect story sometime I back but the bible doesn't say where the lion will lay with the lamb it actually it's like wolf will lay with the child you know like in harmony right okay but okay. it just people say well it used to say lion and lamb it never really did it just i don't know who did that i have i like it per se i have a painting of that lion will lay with the lamb it just shows peace to me you know whatever right but um but yeah so Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom um, okay. I mean, technically, if you read the scripture, um, I don't believe people have wings. I, I don't think people turn into angels. That's a whole separate thing, because when all the disciples were asking Jesus, well, who are you going to be with the heaven if, you know, if a, if a wife has a husband? He said there is no marrying. And well, marrying doesn't mean like the stand. A wedding is Babylonian. That's that's made up stuff. So marrying okay. is, is sex. Jesus said you will not. The saints will not have sex with angels in heaven. So stop worrying okay. about it. So there is no kind of like, you know, people don't get wings and all that. Now, here's the thing. Yes. If you real quick, if you if your grandmother, if your child is three years old and he's like and there's no way he knew your grandmother and he's saying he knew he's seen her and he knows your name. I'm not saying the Lord won't send your grandmother back. That can't happen. 
Okay. But don't always believe in that stuff because a lot of time it's familiar spirits and they'll do what they can to get legality over you in your household. And, okay. and then you, but you know, like if grandmother's throwing dishes and scratching you, it's not your grandma. Right. And that's what we've always talked. We've talked a little bit about that too. Like when, cause we've had pain, we've had psychic mediums come on and that was yeah, kind but- of always what they led with too, was they were like, look, if, if what you're feeling is negative, it's not your family member. It's not your grandma. Like it's yeah, something it's- else and you need to do something like, yeah, Paul, Paul, I go back to Paul all the time. And you know Paul, uh, Paul's epistles. He said, "It's the familiar spirits that are watching." And I mean, you got to think. You know, if if your soul is leaving this, you know, the, and I only believe in four four dimensions now. If we're in a third dimension, and the fourth is where you know, fourth is what I believe babies can see the fourth dimension because they're innocent, and I think animals can see things in the fourth dimension. I well, think- when you pass, okay, you pass away. You you you're you know you go you take your ride to go be in front of God. And now, if these entities, these familiar spirits are there, they're mimicking you as you're passing by, going to where they can't go. That's why they don't like you, because you are a human and you are a image of God. That's why they're going to try to mimic you, because it pokes uh, uh, it pokes God's eye, per se. So they're going to come into the third dimension. And they're going to trick your family to get. You know that I've I've heard numerous times the the husband comes back and has sex with it's not him. You know that all they want is the damn sex. It's all lust. It's all about right. demons. You know uh, is an expression uh, of of demons through humans. Lust is. You know I mean it's just like you you know that's what they want. They want some kind of damn sex. And um, so yeah, they they got familiar spirits and okay. Now, like I said. I've, I've know, I know people personally who have had uh, a child drown. They okay. got her back. And she tells the story that I find just uh, astonishing. And, and I believe her 100%. Okay. She, she tells things that she couldn't have known. And the, per- the person she talked about was a real person that had passed away and they walked with her and kept her comfortable. I just, uh, that happened to that kid. It really did. So, and I don't know what that is. Like, a, Lord are t- you talking like a near death experience? Like yeah. An, yeah. What do they call it? NDEs? NDEs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, you know, the child told the story about being comforted by uh, a young, a young girl who got killed in a car accident. And, you know, the, the, the little child met Jesus and the, and the girl walked, held her hand and held her up, helped her up there. And I was just like that, that kid saw that. And I don't know what that is. I don't, you know, why, I, I, why do people walk the earth if they're deceased? I don't know. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to take that away from anybody. People who see their family members and they're comfortable with that. All I say is as long as they don't scratch you and, and make you, you know, speak Latin and all this other stuff, just it's fine. It's your family. Right. Right. I think um, people we we had kind of dabbled in the theory that when it comes to spirits who are left on Earth, that your spirits, so your loved ones can come back and visit and then they usually go back. But it really always it always came back down to free will. I was raised Catholic. And so I was always taught that it was. um, Purgatory. Yeah, that they were in purgatory (laughs) because they were bad. And I was like, oh, no. But as I've kind of grown, obviously, and I left that, they kicked me out of my church. So I, I'm, I'm 
like a recovering Catholic at this point. But, and when I started learning about more about the spirituality side of things and, and, um, like the, the universe side of things and a lot of it's the same. I, I feel like personally, I believe all of it's about the same. It's just called different things. And as long as it brings you comfort, it doesn't matter to me, but when it comes to spirits walk during the earth, I think it does come back to free will. I think free will is more important than a lot of people understand. Fully. Yeah, definitely. That's that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I hated to get off the track, but um, yeah. So Abraham's bosom, um, that's where Lazarus went. Lazarus, you know, the rich man went to the abyss. They could see each other, but they couldn't like you know be with each other. They couldn't like you know handshake and all that stuff. So that was just telling the difference right. of now. Okay, so back to the heaven thing. There has been no judgment. There is no white throne judgment. So you can't, you haven't been judged yet. So you go to Abraham's bosom. Could you call it purgatory? Is it a waiting room? Uh, per se it is because you're not in heaven yet. Now right. hell's not on fire yet because after he, you know, he lights the bottom of his pit, throws in the false prophet, throws in the beast. And he says, whoever's not found in the land's book of life, you're going in there with them. So, that's not hell's not on fire yet. Now, if you look at like the you know, um, I get this from the Greek or the Phoenicians because that's you know those were Canaanites, but they say that you have Hades, which is the abyss, and you have Tartarus, which is the bottomless pit. Okay. And the bottomless pit, Tartarus, that is the pit that's not on fire yet. That's hell, and the other one's the abyss, kind of like the waiting room. So, you know, I don't want to get into purgatory because I don't, I don't, I don't believe that, but. Um, okay. It is where Lazarus and the rich man went. I know that for a fact because that's what the scripture says. Now, Peter, in the book of Peter, says a man lives but once and is judged. Now, technically, nobody's been judged yet because, like I said, there has been no white throne judgment. So okay. can these people move back and forth into the dimensional veils? Jesus can do whatever he wants. He can allow people to do whatever he wants to do. So probably so. He Maybe he does that. I don't know. But as for like second heaven and, and Tartarus and stuff, I believe those are actual dimensions. And that's my opinion. Okay. And JH dad asks, where does it say that Lazarus went somewhere? Like, where did you read that? Or where did you learn that? If you, let me see. That was in John. I'm not, I'm not going to Google it. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. There. We can, it's, it's in, in the, well, we can, we can get back to you. you guys can follow big John um, on TikTok. It's just big John. Now, are you still making content? I know you haven't posted anything recently or yeah, you're kind of I, taking well, a break. You know, like, uh, yeah, I have, I haven't recently. I, like I said, now I'm going to make a disclaimer. Now, if I don't know something, I'm going to say, I don't know, but I know that's, I know that particular story about Lazarus is somewhere and I, I don't have any kind of like, anything with me right now i do have the bible i have to maybe i can look into it but um i try to be i've never changed i do not get paid off tiktok i make my own money in my regular worldly job right. i don't have a dog in the hunt i literally came out i've never changed anything that i since my first tiktok video now a lot of them have been erased because get this of uh integrity and authenticity i don't know what that means oh. you can't appeal that or nothing you, it, it, it Man, gets taken down I'm on account 29. You're preaching to the choir about the censorship stuff. So, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you I haven't done it. Yeah. Luckily, I haven't had any kind of like band. Yet. That's my first one. But oh like I said, I get on there, oh I ramble God. for as much as I can for three minutes. And I've never changed 
my tone, I gave disclosure about an operation is just what I know. Um, like I said, I talk about my conversion and then anything else is just what I've heard from people that probably don't exist now because they left the earth already. Or um, I got lucky and I, I got a real good friend of mine that's part of a special operations. He's not actually doing like any kind of like tack one, but um, he is in the headquarters, which is in Florida. And sometimes I'll kind of like chat with him about once a year and kind of be, he'll just kind of confirm stuff to me. Well, Big John, my guy, we're right at the top of our hour. And usually with all of our guests, actually, I give our guests an opportunity to say something to the masses. So if you had the world's attention for the next 36, 30 to 60 minutes, 30 to 60 seconds, not minutes, 30 to 60 <laughs> seconds, what would you what would you say to them? I would say whatever I say tonight, I want y'all to go, whether y'all believe it or not, go to the Lord in prayer with what I'm saying. I don't have a dog in the hunt. I don't have anything. I am a regular person like you. I'm a fallen human. I'm not perfect. I I have a scoundrel mind. But all I say is, go get a relationship with him if you don't have one and ask him what I'm talking about or get it from him. That's it. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys for coming out. And thank you, Big John, for coming on. This was great. Today is... Wednesday, like I'd said before, today's Wednesday, meaning tomorrow is Thursday. So tomorrow, you guys, we have Double and Glenn coming back on to talk about whatever, just whatever Double and Glenn's got going on, probably political stuff, probably uh, stuff that's going on in Illinois. Uh, and that's it. My guy, thank you again so much for coming on. You guys, thank you so much for being here. We love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for deer. Bye, guys.